Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome and thanks for joining in with us. Today, we're going to give you some pointers on money from a very unique perspective. Now, some of us think that money can actually be alive. Have you ever thought of it that way? You know, many of us spend our lives trying to figure out how to get more and more. I've seen this in others all my life. As we grow in wealth, we begin to think we need more and more money, and it almost seems to control us. It seems to take a life of its own sometimes. Does that resonate with you? Well, if, if not, either way, don't worry, because today we're going to simplify this to a very big deal. Now, that sounds like an oxymoron because we're going to simplify it to a great amount. We're going to teach you happy money healing with Ken Honda. Get ready to look at money like you may have never looked at it before. And later in this episode, we have an insider's brief with some marketing and branding insights as we tie this into healthy desserts and feeding healthy meals to a million children. Stay tuned for that. And please listen for news from our sponsors. Factor Meals and Talkify with special offers for you. Factor Meals provides the healthiest lunches and dinners for you. They're so tasty. And Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service with quite a deal for you also. This show is available because of them. So please take note and hear what they have to say. That's Factor Meals and Talkify with a special offer for our show listeners later on in this episode. And while we're at it, This is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. We want to help you get very successful at growing your business to a high level, and we're going to help turn you into an elite entrepreneur. Meet Ken Honda. He's Japan's international best-selling author of Happy Money, over 8 million books sold. It's the Japanese art of making peace with your money, and I think that says enough. Let's get into it and learn. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Hello, Tony. I'm so happy and honored to be on your show. I'm so excited. The pleasure is all mine. And you know, Ken, I've been waiting for this interview. I'm so intrigued by the topic of healing from our money wounds and making our money happy. So let me Mm -hmm. kind of get this in my brain. Let's everyone start thinking about this. And I guess to kind of put it in the proper frame, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? So uh, I was born into a unique family in Kobe, Japan. Uh, my father was a successful tax accountant, and he started teaching me about money when, when I was five or six. He used to take me to the nearest shopping mall and ask me, like, which one makes the most money? So I said, like, fish market, and uh, because it looks the busiest, but he said, good point. But look at the mattress store, the futon store, and also the real estate broker. You know, there, there, there's nobody there. But he says, if you're just making one sale of one, one bed, uh, entire family can uh, eat for a week. And if you can sell a house, entire family can eat for a few months. So even though you see nobody there, that doesn't mean that they're not making any money. So my uh, father's teaching was like that. So I started learning about money um, very, very early on. So that's my uh, first background. 
That's really interesting. That who would have thought? I would have. I would have, of course, figured whichever has the most volume. But it's very interesting, mm-hmm. and I can tell that your father has this business mind. He's got the makings of an entrepreneur. That's a very good point. But now from there, Ken, you went down and you've, you have a business, a very successful business on helping people heal and, mm-hmm. and get happy with money. How did that vision evolve? Yeah. So um, after that, I started learning about money and I did all the studies and uh, interesting thing uh, kept happening. Uh, my father takes, me, uh, takes his clients on weekends. They visited us on, uh, on holidays and, and su- Sundays. So I was the one who just served tea uh, for uh, my father's clients. And uh, in the course of um, interacting with his clients, I realized that there are um, two kinds of clients, happy ones and not so happy ones. Uh, because happy ones come in and say, hello, you know, he, uh, he greets uh, me. I was a young boy. But as he treated me like an adult, but unhappy ones are like always not in a good mood, look irritated. And uh, he didn't even say hello to me because he, he literally ignored me. So um, I made up my mind. I want to learn more about the secret of money. And if I want to be um, a wealthy person, I want to be the happy one too. And I realized that there, there is about 10 or uh, 20% of happy people among millionaires in life. So I started asking around uh, my friends and uh, my relatives, do you know any happy millionaires? So I did a lot of interviews. And in the course of researching on my own, I came, came up with these rules. And uh, I started doing it, applying it for myself. So I could retire at the age 29 for my baby girl. Now she's 24, so I feel like it's a long time ago. But uh, during the semi-retirement, I had this vision of writing a book, uh, or booklet rather, uh, on happiness and and money. And I started giving away to my friends, and my friends loved it. So I printed uh, self-publishing 3,000 copies and started giving away to my friends. And um, that got um, uh, attention. And then a lot of people wanted a copy. And by the time I gave away 100,000 copies of my booklets for free, a publisher called me. And then uh, the rest is history. I published uh, so many books since then. It's about 20 years ago. Absolutely amazing how many books you've sold. And I'm going to ask you a very interesting question because I feel that it's not about the money. A little bit of a pun. Mm -hmm. Why do you do what you do, Ken? What's your purpose for doing all this and helping others? Yeah, so you, you, you talked about happy money healing. You know, that brings me back to my uh, little bitter memory. Um, so it's almost 40 uh, some years ago. Uh, I think I was in a great school. When I came back home one day, my father was crying like a baby. And he's a very tough guy, samurai type of person who just uh, practiced karate and fencing and and martial arts. So I thought uh, until then, men are not capable of crying uh, because I've never seen one before. Uh, But here they are, my father, who is the strongest man, I adore him, was crying. And my mother took me aside and then she she told me 
that his best friend uh, killed himself. And I was so shocked because I knew the person. And then uh, not only he killed himself before that, he killed the entire family of four and killed himself. That's called family suicide. You know, he was on the bank of uh, um, uh, uh, the, uh, the bankruptcy. And uh, my father was asked to give uh, his best friend a loan, but he, he declined. He recommended bankruptcy because the money he loans to uh, his best friend will go to the loan shark directly and it's, it's not going to serve the family. So he had the money. So after his uh, uh, bankruptcy, my father was thinking of uh, giving the money to his best friend. But he's a Japanese guy who doesn't just talk much. So he didn't tell that beforehand. And uh, he was devastated. And he was in charge of the funeral. And he was on, even on the newspaper at the time. So um, since then, we're just a happy family. We just we're singing. You know, we had a band as a family. And we are pretty well known, you know, in a small circle. Um, uh, but my father got depressed after that. And I really wanted to know, what is money? Because the money can kill the entire family. And also money seems to do a lot of uh, fun things too. So I think at the age of 10, I set up for um, my quest for the secrets of money. And in the process, I needed a lot of healing because my father was abusive afterwards. And uh, if you're uh, brought up in an alcoholic or abusive family, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, because of the what happened to my family, I have this strong desire to support other people who are in need and who are suffering, even though they, they may have a lot of money. But if uh, they don't have a peace of mind around uh, money, they cannot feel peace of mind. So that's why I have this uh, so much inspiration to write. So I don't have to work anymore, but inside there's so much power to share and so much so I can help others. And that's why I'm uh, doing this in English, which is a little bit stretch for me, um, but um, I'm, I'm so honored to be able to do what I do. I appreciate it. And your English is very good and you come across very well. Such a strong, powerful, sad story. And as you were saying that, I just feel that empathy. I just feel that because I, I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more familiar with the Japanese culture. And I just love they, how they were, how they operated. They, the Japanese people in olden times, let's call it years past. Those customs, though, a lot are still there. And I just think about it's the same with me. Before I was podcasting, money ran my life. If I had money, I was happy. If I paid off bills, I was happy. If I didn't have enough money, I was sad. It was just simply black and white like that. And it's money was running my life. And I totally, totally agree. And I could have used you uh, years ago. And I'm so, I'm so glad to help get this out because we need this. And we're talking about Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda, and you can find him at KenHonda.com. That's K-E-N-H-O-N-D-A.com, KenHonda.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues, Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. But first, 
it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey, entrepreneur, let's take a break for something tasty. You know, this spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize you for the warmer, active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. So I'd like to tell you about what I use right now, Factor, F-A-C-T-O-R. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you really fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals and really tasty smoothies. I am serious. It's the best. You know I'm from Chicago, right? And these meals are delivered straight to your door. So you'll save time, eat well, and have plenty of time to tackle everything on your to-do list. So, you too busy to cook this spring? Don't worry about it. With Factor Meals, you can skip the trip to the grocery store, skip all that chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. It's a lot of work sometimes. Us entrepreneurs and business people, we got to move fast sometimes. And what's important to know is Factor's fresh, never frozen meals. They're ready in just two minutes, believe it or not. Yeah, believe it. So, all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then go on back to the desk and work. Or go outside and soak up the warmer weather. And if you're looking for calorie conscious options, try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals that are plus or minus 550 calories per serving. And I'm serious, really, really tasty. And don't worry if you're on some special type diet because you can get from keto to calorie smart, from vegan plus to veggie and protein plus and all sorts of different options. And it's all prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. And I'm going to be a little bit silly. This meal is made by people that eat good food because it's really, it's the tasty stuff. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day while you're busy at the computer meeting your goals. And there's over 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. So there's always something new to try. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like egg bites, smoothies, they're so good, and so many other things. And the salmon is so delish, you're going to love it. All right, so let's do this. Head to factormeals.com slash Tony50 and use code Tony50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Tony50 at factormeals.com slash Tony50 to get 50% off your first box. So let's spell that F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash T O N Y, the number five, the number zero. All right, delicious quality meals ready to eat. What are you waiting for? Please make a note to do that today. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. And just a quick thank you that I sincerely appreciate you listening to my weekly shows with today's elite entrepreneurs. And if you like this show, please go to Apple Podcasts and give a five-star review. Look up The Tony D'Urso Show and drop a kind one. Thank you so much for listening. And now, back to the chat with Ken. Ken, let's get into the vision path here. 
We're entrepreneurs. We're business owners. We want to learn from you. You know, you've got it down on money. You understand this. And the first thing I'm going through your book here, and I'm just kind of picking stuff. The first thing I want to understand is, can money itself be happy or not happy? Can we have such a thing as unhappy money? Tony, you're asking such great questions. Thank you for that. So money is a neutral energy. So it's not, it doesn't have any will. It doesn't have any uh, emotions by itself. But we, we project our emotions to money. So uh, money can be a happy one. Money can be an unhappy one, depending on how we feel about money. So my favorite question to all is, if money was a person, who would it be? For some people, money is a scary monster. For some others, money is a happy, gentle person who helps you. So money is neutral. That's my answer. I've never looked at it that way. If money was a person, who would it be? I'm going to think about that. Who would money be? It's a very good question. So we could have money be... Actually, I've never looked at it this way, but you can put a characteristic or a quality or an, and or an emotion into money and give it a and personify it by that. All right. So while we ponder that and get our brains around that, Ken, another thing about money, which, which you talk about is money moves in, let's call it a flow. If it's locked or stopped or we put it away and we never look at it, kind of seems to put the brakes on things. So let's talk about is it a flow and why and what can we learn from you on that? So there is a stock and flow of money. Uh, stock meaning that could be uh, money can be transformed into mon- money is like chameleon. So money can be transformed into uh, a building or a iPhone or microphone and food. So uh, the stock money gets in shape of uh, um, an asset. It could be a car, it could be a house or or other things. And the flow money literally flows into your life and out of your life. So some people want to have so much stock, but in fact, the real abundance is in the flow and actually the healthy flow. Uh, So think of um, your life, uh, take a look at your life as energy. If your life is full of love and uh, uh, generosity, Money pours in by uh, your client saying, thank you. Thank you, Tony, for doing a great show. This is a check we want to give you. And then uh, money comes in with the energy of appreciation. If you're doing what you don't like, you, you get money like an alimony. <laughs> like, I, I did this. I don't want it. You know? <laughs> so it's like a, a irritated energy is attached to with money. So when you receive that kind of irritation uh, in your house, you get frustrated with your kids, your, with the husbands and wives. And when you also spend money, pay the bills, you also get upset too. That's unhappy energy. So you have to be careful what kind of energy you put to money. Money can be happy energy. Money can be unhappy energy. So if your money is full of unhappy energy, that irritates everybody. It could irritate your kids because he or she wants more allowance. And, and, you know, and when you see the amount of bills, like it could be uh, depressing for you. So instead of just feeling that, you can transform your relationship with money. That's what I teach. I like that a lot. And you know, when I have a bill to pay, 
And if I pay it, you know, it's due the end of the month. But if I just pay it and just get it out of the way, I just feel so much better. And it's such a great feeling for me. I have a bill. I pay it. I hardly have any bills, just, you know, utilities or, you know, current, you know, living expenses or whatever. But I just pay anything right away. And it just feels so good. It's like, uh, but I never really thought of it as much and as well as you talk about a flow and give it more of a beingness. So I really like that. It's very interesting. And on that, in flipping through the book, one of the things I think ties into this is we can have different relationships with money. We talked a little bit about that, but you mentioned there's three important relationships that we can have. So can you tell us about that? Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm talking about money being an uh, enemy, money being a friend. Is that is that what it is? Okay. So, you know, you can have any relationship, but basically either the, these three relationships. One, you can become a slave to money. You know, you do anything for money. You are um, just offering yourself to money. So you do anything for the job to bring food on the table. And the other one is you want to be the slave owner. You become the master of uh, money. So uh, you want to be a super wealthy person so you can boss around people. And the third relationship, which is ideal, is uh, become a friend, actually the best friend with money. A best friend would do anything for you to make you happy. So if you want to go to a vacation, uh, your friend would say, hey, Tony, where do you want to go? You want to go to Japan? Here's the deal. And then I'll take care of everything. And then um, when you look at the, your iPhone, all the itinerary is in. And so money can do that for you. So if you have a good relationship with money, uh, money can be your best friend. And you don't have to be a billionaire or millionaire to become a best friend. Uh, you still need may need to uh, have some budgeting to do. But still, if it's your best friend, he or she can say, okay, this month you may not be able to spend uh, extra $1,000, but if you just save three or $500 for the next mo- two months, you can spend it in two months. So your friend can actually sit down and talk about your debt situation and then finally figure out the solution so that's what best friends would do. So if your relationship with money is like that, you don't have to worry about life. You don't have to buy, uh, worry about so many other things because a lot of stress is related with money. Totally understand. And I've seen people, I think we've all seen people, especially even more, with money crunches or whatever bad words you want to say, money deficit, money debt. We're trying to control it. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to make it. It's this game. It's like this going down in a spiral. It's like just getting worse and worse. And yes, we need to be friends with money, but those are easy words to say. For those out there that may may be struggling or having trouble, how can they turn this around? Yes, I want to share with you uh, the secrets of money uh, taught by my mentor, Wahe Takeda who used to be called Warren Buffett of Japan. He was one of the wealthiest individuals in Japan. He passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago. But he taught me the technique of arigato in, arigato out. When money comes in to your life, either pay paycheck or your clients pay you, you say thank you to the money, or danke, or sheishe, whichever the language you want to use, just appreciate the money for coming into your life. Because your clients could have chosen somebody else out of 10,000 other coaches 
he or she chose you. That is a lot to appreciate. So you can appreciate money coming in. And when you pay bills, also you can appreciate for the bills because、uh, when you have a bill, that means somebody did something for you. You know, look at your electricity, your, your house is warm, you have a, a, a room to stay, or whatever the bill, you got the service. So think of what, whatever you received for that last month. And appreciate electricity coming in instead of saying, Oh, it's so expensive, it's going up.、Uh, you can say, I'm so happy I can afford to pay.、Uh, if you work for a company, appreciate the company to give you the job because the money is given to you in exchange for what?、Uh, you, they had the trust in you. They trusted that you would do a good job. That's why they chose you. If you were a coach, they could have chosen somebody else, but they chose you. Because they thought you were the best. So, can you feel the appreciation? Wow, he, he trusted in me. He, well, she trusted in me. So, for, for the money, you can appreciate the connection between the person. So, if you start worrying about money,、uh, focus your shift into appreciation. That is arigato in, arigato out. I like that being friends with money. Thank you for your service. You- You've done well. Okay, bye now. <laughs> And then when new money comes in, hi, what's your name? I'm being a little silly. Yes. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues. Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey, entrepreneur, I want to talk about something that's really important to a lot of us. Something so important it can really impact our growing our business if it's not done right. So please listen up. I'm going to talk to you about dating. Yeah, dating. And the most important thing about it is confidence. But you know, if you've struggled to find worthwhile connections, it can be really difficult to feel your best. It can be difficult to be your most confident when you're meeting new people. Understand that. Been there, done that. So, I want to talk to you about Talkify, T A W K I F Y. With Talkify, you feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked just for you. And check this out Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you, yeah, you, achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialists hand select successful and compelling candidates. So, that you can date consciously and productively. So, here's how it works the Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you. They'll do background checks, video interviews, and they ask all the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. That's amazing, just in itself, with what they do behind the scenes. And from there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions, they handle all the communications for you. And they create this safe, stress free dating experience. Absolutely amazing. And they're committed to finding your match. Did you know 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches? So let's do this. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash Tony. That's T A W K I F Y dot com slash Tony. T O N Y 
for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash Tony. One more time, T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash T-O-N-Y. Do this so that you can date consciously and productively. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with Key Influencers. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. And please check out my Elite Entrepreneur interviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can find and listen to just about every interview I've ever recorded at Tony d-u-r-s-o.com slash podcast. And I do mean all seven years of interviews are found on the Master Archives at Tony, d-u-r-s-o.com slash podcast. And now back to the chat with Ken. That kind of leads me to the next point in, in looking through your book. You talk about love, a relationship with money. And, and I got to ask you this, Ken, can money really love you back? So that is a good question. If you love money, since money can be transformed into so many different things as you wish, money can become love. Around Christmas time, on holiday time, uh, you can express your love in a form of present. So you turn money into the present and then give it to your, your loved ones. So money can become love. And so if you want, if you wish it, money can become uh, anything. Money can become an assassin, you know, <laughs> or like a hostile takeover could k- literally kill people. So money, of course, can become love if you let money become love. We've heard this before, I think in the past somewhere, there's like somebody's like a magnet. Does loving money bring about this magnetism where money, there's some people, they just see their money's always coming to them. Yes. Is that part of it? Is because they love money that yes. it just attracts them? Exactly. So some people are upset and just ask me, Ken, you know, why, how come bad people uh, become rich? You know, because money doesn't have any emotions or moral. So um, money gets attracted to the strongest energy. So if the bad guys have a huge love of money, money can be uh, attracted to those people. But so because money is just simply energy. So even if you are a a nice, generous person, if you have this uh, shyness around money, and if you hesitate to ask, and if you have a hard time receiving, money cannot visit you. So uh, money uh, is just, just a neutral energy once again. Okay, I'm thinking with that, that money's an energy. Now, the title of this episode, our interviews, Happy Money Healing. And I bet somebody sooner or later has come up with healing. Is, is money sick? Did it get hurt? Why do we have to heal our money? Did something happen to it? Just think of that, you know, during holiday seasons. Can you remember happy memories and sad memories? I remember when I was uh, uh, seven, I wanted a mountain bike for my birthday. And uh, my parents said, that's too expensive and also too early. And I got offended because I thought I was an adult, you know, I have seven. So, but I, I, just right after that, I got into a bike accident and I cut myself severely. So they are right. I wasn't ready for a big mountain bike. 
But I got so hurt. The bike is too expensive. I'm not worthy for it. You know, my parents had money, but still, uh, the word that, that that's too expensive for you, that really ripped my heart. And I'm sure you had this similar experiences that you didn't get the, uh, the ideal present, or you wanted to go to a summer camp or a soccer ballet lessons, but uh, your parents said that's expensive or we don't have the money. So we've been denied so many times that what we wanted to do and what our, our friends all did were not permitted uh, to us. And that really broke our heart. So that is, uh, uh, I, I call it money trauma. And because of that, we have this grudges. We have this bitter feelings around money. It's not money's fault, but we, we felt like because of money, I couldn't do it. And then uh, it, even after 20 years, we have this grudges in, in our heart. Uh, because of money, I cannot stop my own business. Because of money, I cannot leave my job. Because of money, I have to do this with the, the job that I don't really like. So unless we heal our past pain around money, and let go of the past uh, traumas, uh, we tend to get stuck in this because of money, I cannot do this syndrome. So uh, we, we can go back to our childhood and just give our parents understandings. You know, they were maybe younger than you are now. They're in their uh, 20s and 30s. They didn't have money. They didn't know anything about the world. So they were as confused as everybody else. So can you at least understand them? And uh, ideally, if you can forgive them for being ignorant about money. Um, so that's how probably you can restore all the energy back from the past. Ken, I'm sure that a majority of people will ring true with what I'm just about to say. In my childhood, I can't tell you how many times I heard, we don't have the money. Mm -hmm. We can't get it. The money's not there. We can't afford it. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Yet, just saying that, that that's happened in my childhood, or that's happened in my life, doesn't make it all go away, doesn't change the whole thing. So there's something more that needs to happen aside from, oh yeah, that happened to me too. We've talked about this quite a bit here in the show, but uh, I'm looking for anything else to help us heal from that because... Oh, yeah, that happened to me, you know, 2,365 times. I grew up, you know, I know people that grew up with uh, leaves on their, for shoes, mm -hmm. strapped tie leaves to their feet. But it never changed their mind in the future years, even though they knew that those were incorrect beliefs. Mm -hmm. So how do we help those people? Yeah, so can you just um, go back to your past and, and embrace the scene? that you are there and your kids are there, uh, no, no, your parents are there. So when you go back to the scene and hug everybody in your heart, and once you can hug everybody in your heart and then understand why it happened and what happened and, and give them uh, the blessing from you. And so uh, what's interesting is after a few uh, imagination, uh, imaginary healing in you, you begin to feel uh, it wasn't really your fault. So you're not worthy of the gifts. You know, you, you took it for wrong. So maybe I'm worthy of something better in my life. You feel like, oh, uh, every day uh, you feel bigger and more together. And um, by just uh, remembering what happened, you know, sweet, bitter memories with your parents who may be uh, already in heaven uh, now, 
you know, you can just you can send them blessings. By doing that, you feel so together because now I thought I, I was I was wrong and I was I was bad. I was a bad boy or bad girl. That's why I got punished. But no, it wasn't. I misunderstood the whole situation. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my parents' fault. It was what it is. And but now I have the power to create my financial future. And it's in my hands. So you feel probably more powerful about the future creation um, at your will. And Ken, do you think that it all comes from when we were children and what we heard from our parents? Or was there something else that created this, I don't even know what to call it, this, this condition, this, this view of money, this craziness, this dearth? So where did that come from? I think it's still um, happening, you know, like last year, uh, I've told my friends that you got to be careful with investing uh, because the cryptocurrency was shooting up and uh, everybody was talking about it. And I, I told about the story that, uh, you know, in 20, uh, 1929, the shine boy uh, asked a tip for uh, from a broker. And then he thought, oh, this is the end of the whole bubble. Uh, so that was last year. So. Uh, when you just get too much excited about money and then lose it all, uh, it creates another trauma. So it's not just uh, your childhood. It could be last year, and it could be like ongoing trauma about losing things. So uh, once you lose uh, a chunk of money, or once you feel like you're betrayed or like you crashed because of money, you have to stop and think, is that money or is that my greed? It may be my greed, who wants to just uh, um, uh, increase the amount of my net worth, and then it got crashed. So the whole thing is shifting your consciousness into, can I be satisfied with uh, what I have instead of going more and growing more? So the whole planetary shift is happening. Instead of just you know, growing more and getting more, we have to shift our, our consciousness into appreciating what we have. Uh, if otherwise, we'll run out of all the natural resources and uh, we'll just we'll be full of uh, uh, industrial waste. So I think now is really the time to slow down and look inside and uh, seek for satisfaction inside. And I think that's what we're supposed to do instead of going after for more. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues. Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with Key Influencers. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. 
And if you like this show so far, please remember our sponsors who made it possible. Factor Meals provides the healthiest lunches and dinners for you and great smoothies. So tasty. You'll find them at factormeals.com slash Tony50. And Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service with quite a deal for you. Find them at talkify.com slash Tony. You'll do that, won't you? Thanks so much. And now back to the chat with Ken. Some great information here on money and taking care of money. Some happy money healing here with Ken Honda. Ken, really appreciate it. I think we've barely just touched. I mean, we didn't even scratch the surface. (laughs) There's so much to talk about. We could do a whole series the whole year talking about money. There's so much more. I don't know if you wanted to say anything else in closing, but really appreciate that you spent this time and I've learned a few things, and, and I sure hope my audience has as well. Thank you so much, Tony. You are such a great interviewer, and you are so full of love, and I could really feel that, and uh, you're such a big person. I think that's why your show is so popular, and everybody loves you. So I just, uh, at the end, I wanted to uh, express my deepest appreciation for your talent, for your generosity, and for your heart. And I'm just sending all my love. To the viewers and listeners, I wish all the great things happen to you. Domo arigato to you. (laughs) I'm really rusty on my Japanese. (laughs) I'm going to pick up a little bit more on that. And again, Happy Money Healing with Ken Honda. You can find him at KenHonda.com. Ken, I appreciate you as a good professional friend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll do more in Tokyo. Thank you. And here's an insider's brief with some marketing and branding insights, and we're going to tie this into healthy desserts and feeding healthy meals to a million children. I'm going to tell you about that and tie it all together in just a moment. With us is Martin Pemensky, CEO of Simply Delish. Founded in 2021, Martin has 35 years in the natural food business, and he knows a thing or two or three about pioneering something new and making it successful. So let's listen and learn. Hi, Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, U.S. Tony. Lovely to be here today. Martin, my pl- the honor is mine. It's my pleasure. And we have like three different things that I mentioned. They're a little bit disparate, and we're going to tie that all together. I really like what you're doing, your purpose, your drive. So let's try this. Let's start with some marketing and branding insights, and then we'll get into how that uh, turned into Simply Delish. Well, I think it's about being international and traveling around the world and getting insights about what other retailers are doing and what are the latest trends and what are the things that could be of importance to the U.S. consumer. Because I, the latest trends and where things were moving, low sugar was definitely on the, on the move, but no one is really focused on a no sugar or a zero sugar product without the carbs and without the guilt. And, you know, this is one of the things There are a lot of good products that are out there that taste good, but they're full of sugar. They, they, they certainly are not healthy for you. And they do cause, you know, diabetes and other issues down the line because you continually are, are craving the sugar. And the sugar is the evil. This is the thing that drives us and has driven Americans to become obese because it is just a, it's a drug. And it's one of the hardest. No one knows, but this is probably worse than anything one can take. But sugar 
is something that can really affect one's being. And if you go on a detox, no sugar diet, and you come up and you really see how your body cleanses, and then you come back to it, you can really see how sugar has that impact on your body. And when you can develop a product that is delicious, that's sugar-free, guilt-free, in terms of wanting to be able to feel that you can in, still indulge in something that's really fantastic in terms of taste and texture, but also allows you to really feel like you're having the real thing. And what we have done is spent a lot of time in finding the best of the best ingredients around the world, the best of sweeteners that emulate what sugar is, and to allow you to be able to get to where you need to be without the allergens, without the the, the, you know, allowing you to have a vegan diet, whether you've got a gluten-free diet, whatever your family or that person has as a issue, or if they don't even have an issue, how they would like to enjoy the product, we have found a way with every ingredient to be able to satisfy a whole array of people. So our motto has always been, anybody everywhere can enjoy our product on a guilt-free basis because it's so delicious that they can really have it as a morning with the oats, they can have it as a smoothie for lunch. And then at night, they can indulge in it as a snack or, or for dessert. So it, it can be used in so many ways. We have got a movement going at the moment. And the movement is we are not selling a product. We are selling an experience. And we've got 600 influencers that have created this amazing range of products and in terms of how it can be used. And we're just amazed every day by their creations of how they create these fantastic recipes. We have over a thousand recipes created with our products. Martin, I think of a few things. One is growing up, if, if it's okay to say politically correct, I don't even know if it's okay to say this word online or not, but back then there weren't many people that we called fat back then. There just weren't a lot. And when you travel the world, and I've traveled the world quite a bit, not as many, not as much as perhaps some, but I've I've been, you know, quite around quite a bit. You don't see many fat or obese people as you do in the US. And over time now, it's the it's the opposite. Whereas before most everyone was slender when I was growing up, uh today I find less and less people are slender. I guess one place where I'm going with this, Martin, is that today's marketing, today's branding for everyone, we hear it everywhere till we can tell you about it in our sleep. It's focus on a super, super, super niche down. The more niche, the more tight, the more targeted, the, the better the business will be. And there's a lot of people that have success at that. You've gone the absolutely different. You're you trying to be, and you are all things for all people everywhere, which is like literally 180 degrees different than, than all the training and books and everything we've read. In fact, I have never read anything about what you're doing, yet here you are being so successful at it. So how does that work when it's completely against what we've been trained? Well, I think uh, niche is definitely good. And as I say to you, we are doing niches, but what we've done is we've got categories. So we are now focusing on owning the gluten-free category. We're focusing on the no sugar category. We're focusing on the vegan category. We're focusing on the allergen-free category. And then each one of those forms the whole. So we, although we're covering 
across the board. We are actually going into areas where multinationals can't even get to because they have got a generic product that has got artificial flavors, colors, uh, it's got artificial sweeteners and everything. So they can't really come into our space. So what we have to do is own the areas that they cannot target us or take us out of a marketplace because when they do change, the customer reacts very clearly. And we've seen this with multinationals who have changed to say it's only having a natural product, but the price doesn't fit into the role. It doesn't meet the numbers. And very shortly, those products disappear off the shelf very quickly. So we have said we have to own certain target markets in the categories. And with that, we're able to do it. So a good example was we were going to go into a major supermarket chain like Kroger's. We looked at the target. We saw what Jello was doing out there. And we saw that if our product went in its current format with white packaging, put on the shelf, we wouldn't have a message. So we went and said, what do we need to do to get our message across to the consumer? And we had to take the bold step and say, what are those unique things that my competitor is not doing? And what they're not doing is they have a gelatin product and ours is gelatin-free. And ours is plant-based. So we now have a plant-based gel that we can actually own that category that they cannot be in. And then we looked at desserts and said, what is that unique thing? They do have sugar-free, but they do not have a keto version of our product. So they don't have all the areas. So I had to own two categories I had to go in. And then I had to say, what is going to stand out? And I had to change my color profile to make sure that I had bold colors to allow people to see me on shelf. And so I had to differentiate myself to that consumer so they would be aware of who we are. And with that, I was able to get into 1,750 Kroger stores, which we're just launching now across the country. Martin, that's fascinating. And how does this now tie into feeding a million children healthy meals? Well, we always had, our philosophy has always been to give back. And we had to find a way to give back. And, you know, there are ways protecting the earth and doing all those things. We're doing that. We changed our packaging and doing it. But we realized that we needed to look at a change in who we are. And here we were doing a promotion at an event. And then we had this young girl who was there selling lollipops and raising money to feed a million people. And we said, well, come across. And she fell in love with our product. And we said, well, that was the start of saying, well, now I've got a cause. How do I take that same cause? And then we started with uh, other organizations. It's all about the kids. And we then started looking, how do we get back to those organizations who, who can support us along the way. And there's so many ways to do that because when you're doing production runs and you're doing focus, you do a lot of focus groups, like especially ready-to-eat products, you've got thousands of product left behind. Most people just throw that away. We say, no, we'll rather pay for the freight, bring it back here and hand out quality product to all those to let them have an opportunity to indulge in the best. But we're not. that is how we find that's one way. And the other way is that we realize that in what's happening in America today, in all parts, from San Diego to, uh, to, to New York today, to San Francisco, we've got a real problem in this country. We have got people on the street today. And uh, you know, uh, my wife is very involved in an organization called the Kindness Initiative. And this is about people who are, cannot meet their basic needs every single day. The government give them $900. 
and they've got to find housing, they've got to eat, and none of them can survive. And so we realize that how privileged we are to be where we are, and we have to get back to society. And that's part of my dream is to be able to give as much as I can back to those people that cannot uh, get what we have been you know, fortunate to have in this world. It's a great cause. Totally support that. And I think that that's absolutely great. Is your product only available in the United States now, or did you, have you gone worldwide? No, our product has been involved. We've been in, in Canada. We've been very involved in the Canadian market for many, many years. We're now in Australia. We're in New Zealand. And uh, with that, our main focus has been the U.S., particularly because we have managed to take the product from a powdered gel dessert product to now a ready-to-eat product that we now are selling in Costco and now soon to be at retail as well. So we've taken our product into a whole new format, a whole new arena to allow us to do that. And in order to see the opportunity, we just uh, spent quite a bit of money with a real focused group. This gentleman we hired had worked for the leading food groups in the world, and he has given us an insight on how do we tackle that market in a unique way. And we will be in that yogurt section in the ready-to-eat where all the plant-based and all those healthy products are. That's where we're going to be moving forward in 2023. Martin, where can we find out more about you and Simply Delish? You can go to www.simplydelish.net or Simply Delish Natural on all your social media sites, and you'll be able to see what a wonderful experience you'll see about this brand, which will be able to support others around you. Martin, thank you so much for sharing this information with us, and I'm interested in checking out your product, and I hope I see it on the stores near where I am. I'm going to check it out. It sounds good. I like a good, healthy dessert once in a while. And you've given us a couple of good insights here, uh, and I hope everyone really gets the marketing and the insights that are available here, because you can start a business with anything, with anything on the mind, as long as you focus to it. And I think that's part of also the key part of the success. And I wish you much more success with what you're doing. Thank you. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. We talked about happy money healing with Ken Honda. We talked about so many great points on money. I love this topic. We talked about, well, what's the difference between happy money and unhappy money? Can money be unhappy? We talked about how money moves in a flow. You know, when it's locked up or stopped up, it, it kind of seems almost to put the brakes on things. We talked about the different relationships that people can have with their money and how people try to control money or be controlled by it instead of just being friends with money. Can you believe that? You can love money and money can love you back and you can be appreciative of money because money can take on any qualities you want. We talked about characteristics and habits of people who are like money magnets, about healing your money and where money beliefs come from. There were so many things. We barely touched the surface. Let me ask you, what did we discuss that resonated with you? I sure hope we helped you with something. And please remember supporting the show with a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Erso Show.
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.